Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddlypoof and this is level 221. Joining me tonight is Big L. Hello, this is Big L. Hence the reason why I introduce you as your name. Sweet. Uh, Koosh Boos. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. That's me. <laughs> and Matrart. <laughs> Hello. All right. Well, let's go ahead and just get started. Let's jump into our topic of discussion for this week. And this week, our question comes from the patron Wild West 08. He asks, are you happy with the current Xbox Game Pass format? Would you change or tweak anything? Maybe the price, availability, the time, etc. Is there such a thing as too many Game Pass games? And with that, let's uh, let's start with Michelle. All right. Well, we've got I've got uh, three patrons. I'm gonna read their brief responses for. First up, Lego Head says, "I love it, but I would like a full list of when everything is going to leave, and maybe if it's gonna have DLC in the future. Ideal world, I know." Hatton chimes in to agree with Lego huh. Head. I agree with Lego. Only problem is knowing when games are leaving and possibly for DLC to be included. Never going to happen. I know. And then finally, level one or level one Bart Barry, because I just read what's on the teleprompter. Hawkeye Barry says, the only thing I'd really want changed is to know from the start how long a game will be in Game Pass. It arrives October 1st and will leave April 30th. And I think we're going to see this as a sort of common thread throughout a lot of these answers um we're in, I, I i agree i i understand why they don't necessarily want to give us the end date because those last minute sales are a thing and and they certainly do mm-hmm. utilize that and remind us every time that we're told that game pass games are leaving but you get a discount so you can buy this now but <laughs> what i would like to see is when a game is added to game pass or what i'd love if they just said is every game in game pass will be here a minimum of six months or whatever if they if they said something that maybe they have i I feel like that's not too outlandish but just that general sense of you know you're always going to get this block of time everything else is is a bonus and you get to choose what happens there but you know you always have this much or a game comes into game pass on january 1st this game will leave no later than april 30th so you know you have that time it may stay till april 30th the following year DLC, on the other hand, I, we're never really going to get anything more out of that. And that maybe will become more of a strategy for developers as they have games on Game Pass to put them in there for X amount of time and then release DLC just as it's getting ready to get pulled from Game Pass. I, you know, it could be something that they think to do to generate more sales. Um, right. One part of the question that wasn't really covered by any of the three of these folks was whether or not there's such a thing as too many Game Pass games. And I'm of the mind, no. I think that it's given so many of us the ability to reach into genres we don't typically play, that that's amazing. And as long as you're someone who doesn't feel an obligation to play all these games, especially just as they're leaving Game Pass for some strange reason, then, you know, mm. you have plenty to choose from and you can, you know, pick and choose what's in there. So I think the more the merrier personally with Game Pass. Well, I can answer one of those things for you. Um, I'm pretty sure it's been confirmed, but I know it has at least been talked about uh, on Xbox wires or wherever that games will stay in Game Pass for at least three months. Okay. 
So like that's the bare minimum when a game comes in. And I think a lot of like the Rockstar games, if I remember correctly, or at least a lot of the big um uh AAA games, they seem to stay in for about three months and then leave real quick, especially when they're newer. But it seems like a lot of the indie games tend to just be on there perpetually because, you know, without Game Pass, they're not going to be seen whatsoever. So it's mm-hmm. better for them to be on Game Pass than not. Don't you dare jinx it. Big word. <laughs> Pikaniku. <laughs> cluster truck. Because I have not finished those yet, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, well, Kenny. If they were leaving, that would entice you to actually play them. <laughs> Never. So I might have just did you a favor, and you get to experience those two games. I think it's worth pointing out that Freem has created a list, and I know we've mentioned it before on the podcast. He's created sort of a best guess at when games are leaving based on previous uh, amounts of time in Game Pass, the developers' previous entries, and things of that nature. Uh, Kush, do you look at that list at all? Do you see if it's somewhat fairly accurate? No, I, he's pointed out times where like, oh, <laughs> this looked like it was coming there, but I'm not, I haven't really looked into the list myself, but I know given how you engage with Game Pass, like, have you checked that out and seen if it's kind of accurate? So since we record in the future or in the past, mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. time <laughs> um, I was last night, I was looking at the, the spreadsheet and <laughs> Uh, and I was trying to figure out what was going to come out today, what was going to be announced as leaving. Um, so I was definitely looking at it and I was like, Oh, let me also see if I can clean this up a little bit. And I started searching and there's just, it's a pain in the butt to, to search, to see what's in game pass or not. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, you can go to, you can go to TA and do it. You can go to Microsoft and do it. You can look at the app, but either way you go, it's the pain. You have to do it individually one by one. And then sometimes they don't show up. Like I was searching on the walking deads on TA in there, you know, I went to, you know, games and I filtered by game pass and I opened up another tab and I filtered by game pass for PC and I type in walking dead and it only found like half of the ones that are still in there. Then I went to Microsoft wow. and I found them there and I'm just like, well, what the crap, you know? So it's really hard to keep Ooh. track of that thing uh, and to keep it up to date. So it, it is a service that he's doing for sure. Um, and it, you know, it tends to be a good tool. Um, I was, I was just looking at it. I was like, I'll bet you, I'll bet you forbidden city or whatever. Not forbidden city. Um, that, that was the name of Chinese restaurant near where I grew up. So <laughs> always on my brain, man, they had good chicken fried rice. Um, so, <laughs> so, and they had pickled vegetables. I mean, I've never had pickled vegetables at another Chinese restaurant. It's fantastic. And that's your food portion. Um, I forget the question. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> I don't even know where we just were, man. City walk. <laughs> yeah, spreadsheet's great. Uh, go check it. I think it's, uh, I don't know where it is. But it's somewhere. I think there's a command. I'll post something later. I think it's pinned somewhere. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and read the next uh, two Patreon responses. Uh, speaking of frame hole, he jumps in and says, I would prefer the announcements being on a bi-weekly schedule versus a 15-day one. It sucks when the 16th falls on a Friday and we don't get new Game Pass news until the 20th. Every other Tuesday would be preferred. As someone who is hosting a gaming podcast, 
and we talk about Game Pass news, I highly agree with this. <laughs> I would love for them to be announced like every Tuesday morning so we don't get podcasts. Is that a shot at Freem? Yeah. Is it? It is now. Well, uh, you said as a yeah. podcast host, I think is where where else oh. going. <laughs> I mean, that's not how I was <laughs> I was thinking about that, but uh, sure. Suck it for him. No, it would just be so nice to not get podcasts. I mean, I'm so glad we didn't th- this time. But, you know, nine times out of ten, the Game Pass news when we finally bring it is, you know, a week old. All right. And the other uh, patron response I'm going to read, while Wesley answered his own question, he says, I am generally happy with the Game Pass format. I am with Lego Head and wanting to know when a game will leave the service so I can be prepared. I hope the service doesn't get saturated with too many games. I know I can't get to them all anyways. Mm. Yeah, like we said before, I just I cannot imagine them ever saying, hey, this is when a game is going to leave. Because not only do you lose out, would they lose out on those last minute sales, but then also you would be able to plan accordingly. It's like, oh, look, this single player game is, I have six months to play. I'll get to that later. I'd rather play this game that's leaving Game Pass now instead of that. Um, as far as myself answering the, is there too many games on Game Pass? I would say no as well. I welcome the variety. Uh, I don't know. I I know we've mentioned this website before, but if you do GamePassCounter.com, it actually breaks down all the games in Game Pass to you know. OG, PC games, cloud games, all that, all kinds of different things. As of right now, there are 526 unique Game Pass games on Game Pass, and obviously that counts PC and uh, console. That is a buttload of games to begin with, and the nice part about that is there's so much variety. I mean, personally, I really only ever use the console portion uh, so for me, there's 452 console games. That is so many games. And there's so much of that that, as we so often say, it's like, I never would have played this if it wasn't for Game Pass. You know, the hundreds of hours that I've put into Forza, for instance, you know, never would have did that. There's no chance I would ever buy a racing game. But because Game Pass, I get to play those. You know, that's the beauty of Game Pass. and. I agree. I would not want too many games. The more, the better. We put the whole catalog on there. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, that'll never happen. Uh, let's go to L now. All right. Chewy on Ice says, overall, I'm very happy with the Game Pass service and the offerings it provides. I was chatting to the Euros the other day and saying I was particularly impressed with them not just pumping the service full of big names and AAA titles. That would be terrible. There's plenty of indie stuff, too, many of which are absolute gems, and it's great they've been given a platform that they might not have otherwise had. Having said all that, it feels odd that most of us pay for the service we get at a reduced price through a weird loophole. We don't talk about that here, sorry. If that loophole is ever closed, I might question the value of the full-price service, but I am a cheapskate. Uh, Going along with uh, the price, MDP says I would 100% get rid of Game Pass if it wasn't $1. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a little more than $1 there, uh, Mr. MDP. 
uh, he says he's played maybe three <laughs> or four Game Pass games this year that 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 he can think of. All right. Well, he's talking about that loophole that we don't talk about. That's all. But you just talked about it that we don't talk about it. Then you're going to talk about it. Then mm-hmm. if we don't talk about it. Then we do talk about it. You see. I'm going to need to write this down. Okay. Now. <laughs> um, what's the price? $15 a month? Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. There's definitely ways to, even if you don't do any loopholes, there's definitely, you could find on sale cards that are six-month cards or one-year cards, I'm pretty sure, from around the holiday time. There's definitely cheaper ways about it. Um, oh, for sure. Northern Last says, I like the mix of games, especially now that they seem to be including more kid-friendly games for families. I would like more than the 15 days notice when games leave. 30 days would give a little more time to try and finish the games. All right. I like the cut of your jib, Northern Last. Bring on the Paw Patrols. What? And I think that's a thing that people used to say back in the olden days. Paw Patrols, bring on your Paw Patrols? That's, yeah. that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah, in 1922, <laughs> the Paw Patrol was first copyrighted. You know this? <laughs> um, You know, your Paw Patrols, your paparazzis, your games that are more for kids. I, I love it too. Bring them on, and this goes along with, with all the indie games that that you're all talking about. Yes, I know that we would all love for them to tell us when games are leaving, but would that really help? Would it really help? Because I think the 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 cut of Wild West's jib is that I don't know if it's so much that there's too many games, but that there's too many good games and you can't get to them all. So there's that there's that hesitation to play any of them, and I and I definitely feel that. I understand that too. Are you really going to start? I don't know Fallout Four because it's so long. Because that you're missing out on all the other titles. Is it worth fifteen dollars a month to play one one AAA game? Uh, obviously, that's player dependent. Um, you know, can there be too many games? I wanted to say yes just to go the other way, but. Obviously, that that's a that would be a me problem, not a you problem. No, the more variety, the better. But I, I I think I get what he's saying. There's just like it's almost nice to have that list of games leaving uh, every two weeks, so it tells you what you what to play, right, Nate? <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. Is anyone sitting down and playing games? I feel like it's either games that are, are brand new to the service or games that are leaving that I hear the most. People playing. Uh, I was something like Power Wash Simulator was huge when it first came out. Now I don't hear about anybody playing it. So uh, I agree with what everyone says. There you go. Bring on the AAA games. Bring on the kid games. Bring on the indie games. And keep the price cheap. And give us lots of warning there. Okay. All right. Uh, well, with that, uh, let's go to Nate. Alrighty. Ptart TX says, I echo everybody else. More notifications, like a minimum of 30 days when a game is going to leave Game Pass would be ideal. Even better if we knew how long a game was going to be in Game Pass when it was added. Uh, on a more positive note, I have thoroughly enjoyed the variety of games on Game Pass 
I've played a ton of games that I probably would have never paid attention to, except for the fact that it was on Game Pass. Most likely about the Leave Game Pass. Game Pass, Game Pass. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan uh, says, each month, if you get four Game Pass completions, you should get to reveal a leaving date, which is hilarious. That's an RTDLism. Um, <clears throat> you know. And I, I, I applaud that. That's well done. <laughs> Golf clap. Golf clap, everybody. Um... I like the Game Pass, uh, you, as you may have uh, picked up. Uh, I also like chasing the Game Pass leavings. Uh, that's a thing I do. I, um, I also find it annoying that we don't get 15 days. Like, we don't get 15 days. We get 12 days notice <clears throat> because they're really bad about sending out notifications uh, on the weekends, and if it doesn't fall on a Tuesday or a Thursday, it seems like we just don't hear about things. They keep pushing things back for us to know about it. And I was in a group with some people, I guess, the other day or so, and we were talking about that, and it maybe you guys can back this up. I think when Game Pass first started, they would tell you how long a game was going to be in Game Pass. Like They would say, this game is in, in Game Pass until this date. And then... Um, and then Did they, they changed that. I don't yeah, think so. I seem to remember that. They would say this is this one's in for so long. Yeah, I don't think so because as long as I that remember, my to me, biggest though. gripe about Game Pass is they didn't. And I I don't necessarily want them to say the very end date because I understand the economy of it, but to say at least the game will be in Game Pass through this point. But I I don't know that they ever indicated that. It sounded very familiar when uh, when I was talking about it the other day, and I was like, I I think. It sounds like something that was true, but they quickly changed that. And, you know, we we don't really know the numbers game. We don't know why mm-hmm. they do what they do, whether it's like sales or whether it's, you know, they have the option to extend, uh, you know, agreements with developers and publishers. We, we don't know why it is, but it is really frustrating. <laughs> and you know, pretty much everyone has said that uh, in some form or another. Uh, that is the, the worst part about the game pass is not knowing uh, when these things are coming in and out. Uh, and it, it, as far as like, is it too many games? Um, not yet. Like, I don't think it is yet. Uh, I mean, there's analysis <laughs> paralysis when you go to figure out what to watch but when <laughs> games come in, I find myself playing some smaller games when they come in, just like immediately just cause, Oh, that's cool. I want to check that out. And that's not a huge commitment. Um, and then when things leave, obviously I have to make some, some real difficult Sophie's choices <laughs> on what is going to be played and what's not going to be played, um, or what's going to be bought and, uh, or, you know, or what's just going to be skipped and just, you know, I'll pretend like that thing never existed. Um, those sorts of things come up and it's kind of weird that sometimes, even though I hate not knowing when, you know, what the new stuff is or what the new leavings are going to be. There's that one or two day period between when things leave the service and they're holding out on telling us what's changing that I have this weird freedom. <laughs> There's this weird freedom in my life where I can pick any game I want. I can play anything I want. It doesn't matter. There's no clock ticking in the back back of my head every day incessantly. I can play whatever I want. And it's really weird. Um, I, I cherish those days as much as I hate them. Uh so it's a weird, uh, it's a weird dichotomy. So you and L with your FOMO, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so 
you were talking about maybe not having enough. I yeah. just looked up, just for the heck of it, <clears throat> went on TA and I looked up how many games Activision has published. Now, I imagine not every single Activision game is going to come to Game Pass through one deal or another or the fact that some of these were 360 games or what have you. But on TA, there are about 215 games in Activision. Assuming that, you know, the majority of those come to Call Game of Pass. Duty. Oh. That that Game Pass counter goes from 526 to, you know, almost 600 or 700 games-ish. <laughs> when and if the Activision Blizzard deal goes through. Which just, holy crap, Game Pass just gets even better then. That's so much. I wonder if there's any potential, because I'm, I'm sure that... Microsoft does a lot of research around, again, the the economy of Game Pass. And if they suddenly added, like, there's a reason why it's around the number it is, right? Like, I I don't really pay close attention. And, and, you know, Kush, you might speak more better to this than I can. But usually the number in and the number out is pretty equal. They're not usually, like, really lopsided. And I imagine that's because they've probably found this 500 number to be around the sweet spot for the amount of games to be in the service. And I wonder if all of a sudden there's this sort of deluge of 150 Activision games that come in. Is that something where that number increases? Or now, like, we're going to see the filtering out of some of these, like, smaller, more niche titles that are really Hmm. cool to find in Game Pass? Because there probably is, again, internally research that's been done to show, here's the number at which this is successful, and still we make money in other parts of the marketplace. So I, I... curious how that would affect clearly every game wouldn't get in there like a bunch of guitar heroes wouldn't get in there and like you said older 360 games but i don't i don't know that they would rush to put every one of those games on there it would probably be more like a drip feed along with the other games that we would normally get so they keep this sort of balance around this number i am awesome i'd love to see the internal documentation that talks about why they do what they do but of course they wouldn't Mm -hmm. write that out anytime soon because Sony and you know everyone else wants to <clears throat> is seeing how good Game Pass is in terms of generating revenue. Um, I would I would love to read the book on it in ten years. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Oh, my goodness, I can't wait. That'd be crazy. Yeah, like I'm looking through the Activision list. Uh, you just mentioned it, Michelle, but I personally completely forgot that all the Guitar Heroes are Activision. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine that they will ever get added to Game Pass. No. Because the licensing on that would have to be an absolute nightmare that there's no way that would go in there. And there's also a lot of like movie tie-in games. So I can't also can't imagine that they would go on there for the same reason. But still like there's gotta be at least like a hundred games, ninety of which are Call of Duties that can go on there. Yeah. I imagine that they would do a little bit of a drip wow. feed and you know, you know, ten or ten games or a week or so. But I just imagine that graphic if they just stuck all of it on at once. <laughs> would be there's ridiculous. Also, there's also that uh, that stink with the uh with the Sony and you know the acquisition where apparently Microsoft has agreed or has to agree to not put any Call of Duties 
on Game Pass. Mm, so even the that's old right. ones. Yeah. So this one becoming. Mm, that's very true. I, I, I wonder about, about that. And the guitar here is all that the musical ones. I wonder if part of the reason for not getting those is peripherals. Right. I mean, the game really does not shine on a controller. <laughs> it's much better with a, with a, with a plastic guitar. Would just seem like all the more reason for, um, what's it called? The game. Xbox lab, uh, game creation labs, the controller labs. What's oh my gosh. Called? You can make your own keyboard. Yes. That you can be... make, make your own uh, guitar. Make your own guitar. Like, how great would that be? That'd be pretty awesome. Not know why I would probably do that. <laughs> uh, wow. I would a hundred percent do that. Hey, here's what. Seriously, Microsoft, you want one hundred fifty dollars of my money? Let me customize my own guitar to play. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent would I do that? Let us add band stickers, real bands. Yeah. Well, if no one else has anything else to add to this, let's go ahead and get into the game showcase. I want to uh, add... Michelle, would you like to start it? Hey, oh, I wanted Al. to add that Wild West 08 is awesome, and he gave a nice question. Mm-hmm. And Very Game true. Pass is awesome. It is. So and It is literally the best deal in gaming. I'm going to talk about a non-Game Pass game I played. So in the last week, I have played an awful lot of Demon's Tier Plus. Demon's Tier Plus is a roguelite dungeon crawler. I Or no, roguelite, yeah, dungeon crawler, I believe, is uh, TA's designation for it. And um, it's pretty fun if you like this sort of thing. Roguelites are weird to me because I always go in thinking I don't really like them and that's because I don't like the wall you hit at the very beginning of them. But it's fun breaking through that wall and eventually getting to a point where you're more capable of doing things. So Mm -hmm. in Demon's Tier Plus, you play initially as a knight and the story is there's this king he, you know, there was a curse put I don't remember if it was put on him because it shows you how important the story is. Um, and he, this town was sort of built on top of that. And so now this curse is kind of coming around to possibly destroy the town and everything. So this group of adventurers comes together to try to go down and beat the demon and save everybody. It's really funny because the whole game is presented as this, like, the quote unquote town is a tavern in the upper left, a blacksmith on the right. Uh, I guess apothecary, you could say, or some kind of item store in the bottom left and a hole in the ground. And then like seven people who just walk around. And that hole in the ground is where <laughs> all of the events take place. There are something like seven levels. They're procedurally generated. There's a story that plays out as you go through the different levels. What's fun about the game is each level has a different hook to finishing it. So it'll be things sometimes like defeat all the enemies or hit all the bombs or kill a special enemy and open up the treasure chest. You do those things, you open the door, you go down to the next level. Some levels are just boss battles. The whole game, start to finish, in one run, will take about 45 minutes once you get to a point where you can do that. Um, there are two types of currency in the game that you need to use to be successful at getting through Demon's Tier Plus. One is just plain old gold. You find that as you play through the various levels, in between each level, you have the opportunity to upgrade certain stats, like your ability for your magic bar to regenerate, your defense, your attack, and so on. And the other thing you find are these blue coins called D-coins. D-coins you can use back up on the surface 
to do things like buy better weaponry or to open up different character classes. The tricky part here, though, is if you die in the dungeon, everything you had remains in that part of the dungeon. So you come back up to the surface with zero. So no coins to buy stuff to upgrade yourself on the surface. And you would start the gold process again. So you can go back down and recover your uh, coins. In order to get back up to the top with your coins, you need to use a magic rope. These are easily available at the item shop. Uh, it's pretty fun. I know, L, you sort of dabbled in this game. Uh, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I think it's normally 10 bucks, And it's... it's I, I, I would recommend it to people at that. I mean, it's frequently on sale for like a dollar or two, just like uh, it's friends that we'll talk about yeah. later. Right, exactly. But it is not actually on sale this week. This the, time, though. Mm-hmm. No, not this time. But the um, the achievement list this. in the game... Oh, go ahead, L. Oh, I was going to say, um, I dabbled in it with you, actually, um, because um, this game is local co-op. Mm-hmm. So I was going to throw that part in there. I don't think you said that. Oh, that's cool. No, I didn't, yeah, actually. And that players. is... That would probably be helpful um, actually making the achievements a little easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The list is not too difficult. There's a lot of stuff you're just going to kind of get along the way. But the main run through of the campaign, so to speak, comes in three difficulties. So you finish tier one, you open tier two, you open tier three. Tier one, at the end of tier one, you open the Valkyrie class. And that's the best class to use for these things, according to solutions I've read. Tier two was pretty easy, but tier three, I've definitely been a little stumped on. If you have a second player, obviously you have someone else who can help you out and get through the more hectic parts of the game. And um, there's also throughout the different levels, there are these uh, villagers that are kidnapped in these cages. And if you have the right keys, you can open them. And so you can have up to three extra people firing at the different enemies too. So that may be the trick to unlocking the last. That's the only achievement I need now is still the tier three achievement and i've come close <laughs> i need like one more potion and i would be okay but it's it's very completable it, ta says it's six to eight hours i think that's probably fair uh it's 1700 ta which depending on your like for these kind of games may seem like it's a low but it's it's really very fair and, and it's pretty enjoyable the brief run throughs definitely help it out a lot too in terms of you don't feel like you're committed to the game for too long a period of at a time hmm being a six to eight hour probably helps with the uh, TA ratio. Less people are scared <laughs> to start to start this game. Yeah, I, yeah. That's the problem with so many roguelites. You can start one, and it's like, oh, I'm five hundred hours in. I still can't get that one freaking RNG achievement. <laughs> yeah, and and Demon Seer Plus is really good about that. None of the achievements are really attached specifically to RNG. So in some roguelites, it's, you're you're waiting for a certain uh, weapon to spawn or whatever. They're there's nothing like that in this achievement list. So you're going to get everything as you play pretty easily. It's just a little bit of skill at the very end of the list. That's nice. Yeah, and this is looks, also kind of looks like a shoot 'em up kind of. Yeah. Mm, twin stick yeah, there, shooter. Kind of. There's, um, yeah, it's more like twin stick shooter with... It wouldn't be fair to call them yeah. bullet hell yeah, yeah. elements because there's really never that much activity on screen, but there's some of that. And the the gameplay is interesting enough. Um, the right bumper is sort of a quick shield you can use and it'll deflect some of the bullets. 
So that'll allow you to maneuver through those and it recovers pretty quickly. Each character has a different magic that's attached to them. So the Valkyrie has healing, which is why the Valkyrie is a great class to use because you can heal yourself a little bit throughout the dungeon. So Mm. they did a pretty good job with the balancing. Every level has a time limit. So you can't just sit there and keep healing yourself till you're full. So it it makes you keep moving through the game. And, And I've enjoyed that probably more than anything about the game is it feels... Like the challenge level is right on it. The reason I'm not doing well with it is just because I'm not particularly good at twin stick shooters and a lot of the mechanics are that way. But it it feels fair, which is great. Well, that's good because bullet hell games can get just ridiculous Yeah, I, at times where it, it doesn't matter how good you are, you're going to lose. Yeah, I mean, it's an overstretch to call this a bullet hell because it's really not – Demon's Fear Plus is not that. But there are some, some no. enemies that will have different – pathing of bullets and and they're pretty easy to figure out and work through especially with that shield that gets you a little second where you can kind of maneuver through the bullets easily yeah it, de- it definitely is it just has those elements and the couple of clips i was watching while you were talking about reminded me of something like that yeah the developer has two other um, games on xbox um it's riddled corpses ex and xenon valkyrie and, and if I haven't played Xenon Valkyrie, but Riddle Corpse's EX, if, like, as soon as you look at this game, you go, okay, I, I can see it. So if you like what they do in one game, it stands to reason you'd like the others. It's it's solid all around. I, again, I, I've i enjoyed yeah. both of those. So you, yeah, you kind of Xenon feel the same hard, way. That one, is it? That one. Yeah, that one. I mean, the ratio is high, but I don't know what what's difficult yeah, in it. It's hard. Because I haven't played it. Yeah. That one's difficult. I was going to ask you, did you listen to the music of Demon's Tear or has it mostly been background? Because I really like the music a lot. Yeah, and okay. that's that's one thing that I, I did not do, unfortunately, is really sit down and listen to it. I did at the beginning and, you know, I, I don't remember it, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't fine for what it was. It just didn't particularly stick out. But I definitely didn't listen to the music through my entire playthrough to hear what might have been different as I went through. But I still have more playthroughs to go through until I finish it, so I'll get to that at some point. Yeah, you got to immerse yourself, then you'll get the completion. I promise. There you go. All right, good call. <laughs> That's all it takes. No, I know how it is. You know, baseball season, you got to listen to the game and play a game in the background. <laughs> sometimes you got to sacrifice. When it's one of those repeating games that you've heard the sound of before, you turn it off. Sometimes I get it. I had no problem keeping the sound on for seasons uh, after fall. I did for that one, but uh, I just, I didn't hear. I can't really explain why. Oh, you, you got to throw that humble brag in there, Michelle. What? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh, when you talked about it last week, you hadn't finished it yet, right? Oh, yeah. Finishing seasons after fall, which I, it's another game that I enjoyed. I, had a good time with it i love the presentation um played it without a guide except for the very last achievement i needed a guide to kind of tell me where to go um but yeah also really enjoyed that enjoying playing these non triple a but still very very good games that are available that aren't necessarily available through game pass so that's been a little bit of a different look over the last couple weeks yeah there's something nice about playing these games where you don't really need a guide or there's nothing missable Mm-hmm. That's nice. Well, in that case, let's go on to Nate. 
What game would you like to talk about? Well, as mentioned before, there's this weird lull between the ending of Game Pass leavings and the <laughs> new announcement of what I had to be working on. So I figured I would do something I said I would do for the past five or seven years, which is to play <laughs> Costume Quest, which Yay. is amazingly enough not in Game Pass until it was. Uh, oh. like, it was just added to Game Pass, so I couldn't escape it. So I'm still playing Game Pass games, uh, even though I was trying not to. Um, <laughs> now, Costume Quest is a fantastic game that I've been putting off for whatever reason, just because I didn't want to play it when it wasn't October. Um, just because it seemed weird to play this game or its sequel, uh, the stack, which is a stack, by the way, it's X one and a 360 game. You can play both. Woo. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that sometime in the next five, 10 years. <laughs> mm-hmm, um, so costume <laughs> quest, uh, is a double fine game. And Oh boy, if you didn't know that you totally would. Just by playing it, it just oozes. Yeah. It oozes double fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's fantastic, <laughs> yeah. which is good if you like double fine. And uh, so yeah, so it. it <laughs> if you didn't know, you would you would pick it up immediately. Um, <clears throat> it's great. The it's it's got that sense of humor. It is uh, essentially a role playing turn based game. Um, you are exploring these environments. Uh, you start out uh, the game. And you are going trick-or-treating, and you get to choose if you are the older sister by 10 minutes or the younger brother by 10 minutes. Uh, And that is your choice of character. Uh, Your characters all swap roles or jobs based on the costume that they're wearing. And you start off with um, uh, basically having to assemble your own costume. uh, And then you can earn quests that you like what four items you need to build a new costume so you'll get a you get a blueprint for a costume uh now the fun thing about these costumes is that while you're moving around the the level um and as far as i've seen in this game there are no random encounters so uh, when you have an encounter it's because there's a character on the screen that spotted you or you walked into them and that initiates a fight Uh, as you're moving around these worlds um each costume has its own b button uh power uh, one of them puts a shield above your head so you can go underneath um, like things that uh, would cause damage to your character. And I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> Not that the, the story is, you know, anything to write home about. But um, if you want to solve these puzzles by yourself, I'm not going to go too much into it. Um, So you can kind of protect yourself uh, from things overhead. Another costume allows you to roller skate, which if you've played Costume Quest 2 is is great because you can do that with any character anytime you can skate. Uh, In Costume Quest, the original, you have to be wearing a certain costume to be able to do that. Uh, Then uh, another costume um, that I just picked up has a glow stick, so it allows you to go into darker areas. Um, and I'm just, I'm really looking forward to these other costumes to see, uh, just, you know, what kind of wackiness, uh, they've added. Um, each costume has a different set of attacks when you're in combat, uh, some of them, uh, and then as you get, uh, your limit breaks, you know, you take enough damage, you do enough damage, you'll be able to do a limit break move, uh, essentially. Uh, some of those are healing. Some of those are, you know, shielding or, uh, just doing a super special, powerful attack to one character or a AOE attack. Every costume is different and it's fun. And the way that you attack is different and kind of active, right? So it's got like this active play system, kind of like Paper Mario in that, uh, you know, if you don't love that, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what you've got. Uh, so when you go to attack, 
uh, you might be pressing the X button. And then you might have to wait for a meter, uh, a bar that passes through a meter, and it goes one time, and the button is random every time. You don't know if you're going to be pre- pressing X, Y, uh, hmm. A, or B. And uh, when it gets to that certain section, if you hit it, you'll do special damage, you know, extra damage. And if you don't do anything, you'll do some damage. But if you get in that zone, you get extra damage. Then another one, uh, it's just, okay, shake the left stick. So that's your attack. Like you go to attack and it says, okay, move the left stick. And, and you build up a meter by moving the left stick. And then another one is, um, oh gosh, what was the other one? Can't even remember. But I'm looking forward to all the other costumes and potentially them having different attacks. Now, like I said, those attacks aren't per character, they're per costume. And you can choose right now in the game. I have two characters. I don't think it's going to go up to three, but maybe uh, in costume quest two, it definitely has three, uh, but it feels like two because one of them is always candy corn. Uh, if you're going for that achievement, which is great, but we're not talking about costume quest two. We're talking about costume quest one. And um, <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. And I hate myself for not playing this earlier uh, and just putting it off for years. It's a great thing to play during October. Um, it's, you know, I started off October, uh, or, you know, this, you know, I guess last week I started off trying to play scorn and, um, turns out costume quest is more my game <laughs> of preference for October. Uh, yeah. I scorn didn't go very well. Shocked. Um, and, uh, I might talk about that. I might talk about that in the future, but, uh, costume quest is definitely more my speed. Uh, I haven't gotten too, too far into it. Um, but I've kind of dabbled in both Costume Quest and Costume Quest 2 over the years, and uh, this is the year that I finished Costume Quest, and maybe do a little bit more in Costume Quest 2, but I'll probably save that for next year. Nate, get them done. Damn it. I don't want to just slam through them. I've got so many games to play this month uh, because of <laughs> server closures and uh-huh, because of Game Pass uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. But I am oh, committing. I am committing to finishing costume. All quest. these games that wind up in your tab sit there unplayed. Just play them. Play your costume. Talk about yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not Devin. You don't get to yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish I had it in me right now. But what I was going to say is, this is the closest to a JRPG I think I've ever heard you play. <laughs> I mean, it is um, mostly <laughs> in minus well, being Japanese. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a turn-based RPG. I mean, it's a, well, and last month I just finished a DF RPG. Yeah, it's basically. And then last month I played. Um, last week, what just left? I was playing uh, that one game, the that, Beacon game. Is that an RPG? That's which one RPG. was it? Beacon Pines. Uh, yeah, it was an RPG. It was the uh, Echo Generation. Oh, oh, Echo Generation. Yeah, it's oh, Beacon yeah. Pines isn't one. Yeah, so I finished that. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. Well, if you don't talk about it here, then it doesn't exist. That's true. Right. Yeah, that's how that works. No one looks at TA feed anymore. (laughs) But yeah, Costume Quest. Do it one of these decades. uh, What was up with the (laughs) DLC? It's free now? Yeah, DLC is free. I don't know when it was free. I just saw it mentioned uh, when this got picked up in Game Pass. I think it was within a week ago. Uh, And I just saw another thing that said that the DLC is free. I purchased Costume Quest when it finally went on sale, mm-hmm. like two or three years ago, for five dollars. <laughs> it went on sale, down from fifteen, and of course now it's free on Game Pass when I decide to play it. So that's the way of the world. More reason not to buy games. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you deserve it? <laughs> Is that a line? But he's right. 
<laughs> now I want to play right. Costume Quest 2. Oh, I should probably mention this is backwards compatible, obviously, because it's on Game Pass, uh, and it mm. is fantastic. All right. He's never going to play it again after this recording. I'm totally not playing it right now. Oh, don't <laughs> rocker us. Don't you do it. All right. Uh, L, what game would you like to talk about? All right. This is the last time I get to talk about this game. I'm so sad. Um, but yes, I finally got the completion in Sunset Overdrive after Look all these you. years. Well done. Well done. Yay. So it came out in 2014, but it looks like I didn't start it till October 2016. Um, my hour count stands at 102 hours. That can't be right. But um, maybe it did. Maybe it is. This game yeah, has, I've is. been through a lot with this game. Um, mostly due to RTDL, it would show up and I would get one achievement and I would put it down and that would go on and on. Um, there was the co-op mode, uh, Chaos Squad, which is a lot of fun. I believe it's up to eight players and you just go around killing stuff and doing stuff and you have to get a certain amount of points. There is an RNG element there of which stages show up, so that's unfortunate, but if you get a good group together, it's not too bad. Uh, there was a scare a couple of years ago that it went down for a little while, so people thought that those achievements would not be uh, obtainable anymore, but they eventually came back and they've been back up ever since. So uh, that's good. Um, there are two DLCs that are wonderful. I believe there's a season pass you can get. Probably. Because, yeah, I wouldn't recommend buying this game because it's on Game Pass. We haven't talked about Game Pass in quite a while, so I would like to say that Game Pass is great. <laughs> you should check it out. <laughs> you could play a game like this. Um, so yeah, I talked about this last week, but basically it's just a hilarious game. Um, my favorite part of the game is just the traversal. And what I wanted to really talk so about good. this week was the the achievement I worked on basically all week was the completing 50 challenges with a gold rating. And before the DLC came out, this was a little more challenging because you had to complete, um, basically, there weren't as many challenges. Um, there's My favorite ones are the traversal challenges where there, you see like little rings and you have to get through them as fast as possible and figure out the pathing and get through them. And it's a lot of trial and error, but it's a good trial and error. You're like, okay, I got to do this this time and jump and then dash and then wall run. It's just so much fun. Um, there's another one where it's called like bomb mission or something. And you have to get to these four or five different bombs and uh, in a certain order. And you're going to do that in a fast time. There's ones that are weapon related and you have to get a certain amount of kills and a certain amount of points and a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. I just really love the challenges. Now, the good news for someone who took uh, a while to get around to it, like me, is that the DLC challenges count towards the 50 challenges. So that's wonderful. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Yeah, so there's about seven or eight challenges in, in each DLC. Um, I'm glad for this because I had trouble with the point challenges. And those are the ones where you see like ones and twos and threes and fours and fives scattered around and you have to 
get all of those. Uh, then they make it so you have to get all of them. So to even qualify to get a gold medal. So those are a little tricky. But it's just one of those achievements that I love where you actually feel like you achieved something when you got it done. And, you know, I didn't look at any videos. I didn't do anything. I just played. And if I had trouble with a challenge, I moved on to another one. Because I think there was like maybe, I don't know, I think like 64, 68 of them in total. So I wound up nailing the 50. So that felt good. And then the, all I had left was uh, beating the boss and uh, defeating, replay the final mission and defeating the boss under par, which just sounds funny. All that really means is you had to beat the boss in under 35 minutes, which is plenty of time. I think I did in like 20-something I'll say that sounds like a lot of time to beat him from what yeah. I can remember. The walkthrough was like, oh, yeah, you can beat it in like 14. Like, um, no, it took me 20 something, but I got it done. Plenty of time to spare. It's very tongue in cheek. Like, first, well, I don't want to spoil it, but the characters talk about like what an ending of a video game should be like. It's just oh, so much fun. I don't know if I ever got myself a decent computer. Maybe I play the uh, the Windows version. There is a stack. And they don't have the Chaos Squad multiplayer thing that I talked about, but they have everything else. Yeah, like I said, the only little nitpick is that the collectibles really were unnecessary. They were fun to get to a point, but there were too many. There was a lot. But nothing was ever too difficult. And it was just plain fun. That is such an underrated game. But uh, I'm, I'm proud of myself. And um, if you want to play another game of guess how many people have started this game, you might be surprised. Oh, that's got to be high because it was games with gold as well. It was everything. <laughs> yes. Right. And it was so Probably early. Probably more than you think. Uh, I'd say it has to have out. Don't look it I up. Have, I'm going to say 300,000. Oh. It has to have at least 150, I would think. Yeah, Michelle is closer. She said 300,000. There's actually 338,000 started on TA. Holy crap. I never would have thought that. And, you know, 4,600 and change have com- have gotten the full completion with all the DLC achievements. So hmm. I'm now in that illustrious group. And, uh, and w- also at the same time of getting that completion, I also hit 75%. Uh, completion percentage unplanned so that was kind of cool to see oh, cool. and didn't expect that to hit at the same time so I'm uh, ready to move forward and find some uh, East Asia soft game to talk about next week <laughs> gross <It's but> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh I did want to point out something that uh, uh, came across my desk a couple days ago that uh, Nate and I I believe are excited for uh, the on TA is like, oh, um, the achievements have been found for Garfield lasagna party. <laughs> I am s- like, what? I loved Garfield and Friends, and I still love Garfield. I have the old comics from the late seventies. I, I read them with my kids. It, they are hilarious. Still, you mean the books? Yeah, like about the books or like the actual books. Yes. Oh yeah, I have. Oh, yeah, I, I have I bought the, those. I have the big things that have like, yeah, I've read the comics with my kids. It's funny, like, seeing stuff from the late 70s, like, what jokes hold up now or what even makes sense now. 
I'm like, yes, kids, this I is when the scholastic telephone. They'd send those little scholastic <laughs> yep. uh, things around. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would always get the Garfield. I was like, oh, there's a new Garfield yep. book. And I'd always be surprised so at the so- number because the covers of those books were always like, you know, uh-huh. Garfield, yeah. his 15th book. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's had so many. <laughs> yep. I just want to I think go they're back. still going. Yeah, I'm sure they are. But I just wanted to go back to Sunset Overdrive for just a second. Like, oh. the the sad part about Sunset Overdrive is just obviously Insomniac's moved on from Xbox, right? And mm. I think, if I recall correctly, yeah, Microsoft released the the IP to Insomniac. So if another Sunset Overdrive happens, it's not going to be. On Xbox, at least currently. Don't say it. And that's that's no. so sad. Such I a mean, kick in the crotch. It, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Insomniac's obviously very busy doing other things. But it's it's also not something that Microsoft has the ability to do further development on because they don't own the property. So it's, oh, it's such a weird spot because on one hand, it's like I kind of hope it stays there because I want don't want to miss out on the experience and I'm not buying another console for one game. But I also hope that they do go back and revisit it because it was a lot of fun. And there are other games that do kind of parts of Sunset Overdrive, but there's nothing that really fits that whole aesthetic just the way that it does. But if but if there was another console that had Sunset Overdrive 2 and maybe, I don't know, Spider-Man? Or I'm less interested in Spider-Man, maybe, but yeah. <laughs> maybe... Maybe if there was a stack for Garfield lasagna party with trophies, you know, maybe. <laughs> I think you guys are forgetting something, though. Uh, no, there's no other meaningful game on the PlayStation, you know, and we're done talking I can't about wait. it. We're I can't, an no, Xbox no. podcast. I can't wait. No, no, not that. I know. I wanted to hear what he had to say. <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, through all the uh, acquisition talks and stuff like that, you know, I've come to realize that PlayStation is extremely pro gamer. That's you true. Know, they're mm. all about the people. They're not about in it for the money whatsoever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And exclusives. Yep. From, you know, from what they've said, you know, exclusivity is bad. You know, it's not good for gamers. It's not good for anyone. So I mean, why would they possibly ha- ever make Sunset Overdrive to an exclusive? You know, I mean, that's only fair that it would come to everyone. You know, it could hurt Microsoft's bottom line. I mean, for the players, and, right? Know, Sony being the good guys that they are, would they would release it for everyone. They wouldn't want to hurt a player, would they? Because exclusive ex- exclusivity is a bad thing. PlayStation would never do that. So much salt. Show us <laughs> the doll uh, where, where the, the Sony, Sony hurt you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I channeled my Nate. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so anyway, play the uh, challenges in Sunset Overdrive, because uh, if L can do it, you can do it. It's so good. It is such a good game. It's, it's so sad that that game came out during the early years of the Xbox One, and it was an Xbox exclusive, because it deserves to be a much bigger game and have way more recognition than it does. Because it is just, it's just brilliant. It is so good. But being trapped on the Xbox One in the early days was just an absolute death wish for it. Mm. Either way, let's get into some sales. Uh, Michelle, what would you like to recommend this week? 
Well, I would like to recommend a couple games I already talked about a little bit earlier. So very briefly, it's Xenon Valkyrie Plus, which is 99 cents down from its usual 9.99, and Riddled Corpses EX, which is $1.49 down from its usual $9.99. Xenon Valkyrie is listed as a roguelite platformer, and Riddled Corpses is a roguelite shoot 'em up <coughs> um, or shoot 'em up on TA, I think maybe exclusively. So this seems to be the hook of, I believe it's Cowcat Games that uh, makes these titles where they're roguelite slash something. They all have a similar aesthetic. I know, Al, you said earlier Xenon Valkyrie is quite difficult. I've never played it myself. But yeah. I noticed these three games can come in a bundle, uh, being Xenon Valkyrie, Riddled Corpses, and Demon's Tear. The bundle is normally nineteen ninety nine. So even with Demon's mm. Tear not being on sale this week, if you're interested in them, they're, they're uh, cheaper buying separately because of just how steep these discounts are and at the very least i can talk for riddled corpses it's well worth a dollar fifty man slight aspire has really gotten its hooks into you you're playing all the roguelikes now (laughs) i just can't help it oh dear (laughs) all right and (laughs) nate what games would you like to recommend well i've got a couple um First up, Blood Knights is two fifty down from ten. This is an ARPG uh, role playing, eight to ten hours. It's four hundred gamer score <laughs> because you know that's how things used to be on Gross. the Xbox or the uh, Yeah, and it is backwards compatible. <laughs> um, I have a soft spot for these types of uh, ARPGs, you know, action role playing games. Um, it reminds me, just watching some footage of it, it reminds me of. Um, Things like God of War back when, you know, on the Sony um, gamer friendly system, <laughs> um, you, could, uh, you could do a hack and slash kind of like a RPG with that. And also more recently, uh, Dante's, Infer- excuse me, Dante's Inferno and technically not all that recent, uh, you know, Dante's Inferno. That was fun. Um, so this game reminds me of that uh, it's probably nowhere near in the league of those, but hey, it's 250. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely... I uh, already have this. Uh, next up, Cursed <laughs> is two dollars down from twenty. It's an adventure game. Um, there's no TA walkthrough, but there are walkthroughs online, uh, video walkthroughs. I think there's some actual text walkthroughs as well. This looks like a fun, you know, way to spend two bucks. And last up, the Innsmouth or Innsmouth case. Uh, this is three dollars down from fifteen. This is a visual novel. Uh, it's estimated on TA as one to two hours. Um, I'm seeing a lot of these coming up recently uh, are choose your own adventures. And this is basically a choose your own adventure book. Uh, there is no voice acting or dictation, so they're not going to read the text to you. You're going to have to read it. You're going to have to make the choices, but the pages are animated. So like, uh, there'll be, uh, just imagine the screens, uh, split up to like the top half. And then like a border, like on these old games that, that there aren't fit to the right aspect ratio. You know how they have like little borders with stuff. Um, so they've got some animation in the borders. Sometimes there's animation on the main picture sometimes. Uh, and then you'll have choices and those choices could take you to the, an ending or they could just progress the story. Uh, there are 27 different endings to this game. However, and you do need to do them all for an achievement. Uh, however, chapter select makes getting around to those, I think, a whole lot easier based on some reviews and stuff I saw. This is this game looks fun. It looks cool and cute. And uh, I, I really like Choose Your Own Adventures. Uh, and $3 down from 15 
am recommending Innsmouth's Innsmouth case without having played it. Go get it. Uh, if you don't want to pay for anything, you have games of gold. Um, Windbound is available for the next two weeks or so. And now available until November 15th is Bomber Crew Deluxe Edition. And then with Game Pass, uh, available now is A Plague Tale Requiem, The Amnesia Collection, Amnesia Rebirth, Phantom Abyss, which is a game preview, and then Soma. Now, if you've... The big news for Soma is that Waka and a few <laughs> others who I forget were on this. My, I am sorry. I, sh- I apologize. I should have looked that up um, beforehand. Uh, I looked it up. You you did? Yeah, it's Dino Bulls on just about every episode. Then you get a Carpe Adam episode. Mm-hmm. You get a, I think, a Hatton episode. And then somebody else who I've forgotten, and it was totally intentional. Chip. My apologies. <laughs> Or is that Spec Ops? Chip, no, that was Spec Ops. Yeah, I think it was Spec Ops, yeah. And it's impossible to Free... find out. Yeah. No, Kronos. I don't know. I think Kronos. I don't, I don't, I don't think but there was someone right, smart. But... Well, it wasn't chipped then. Right, exactly. But either way, at least you guys can remember a couple of the people that uh, have played this. But on our YouTube uh youtube.com slash achievement hunting 101 we have a playlist of a five-part soma game pl- game club that was led by waka bale uh when did he do that 28 2019 i think it's been a few years since he's done it he's done a couple of game clubs since then and it's also it's been, been a minute time. as the kids say <laughs> yeah it's definitely been a minute uh from what i've heard they are very good i personally have never played them or I've never listened to them because I didn't play the game and I never, I didn't want to, you know, listen to a spoiler cast if I haven't played just in case one day I would play it. And hey, now it's on Game Pass. And so now there, there's a reason to play yeah. it. Yeah. You don't got to pay. I for skipped it. them because I knew one day they'd be leaving Game Pass and I'd, I'd be able to play it. So. <laughs> oh, come on, Nate. But you guys should simul them. Good times. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> if this is something that you have played in the in the past, I would definitely go check uh, those shows out. And if this is something that you want to play, I believe at the very beginning of each one, he at least says, hey, this is their starting point. This is our stopping point. So you at least have an idea yes. of how much to play through before you listen to the next one to avoid any possible spoilers. Definitely go check those out. And this is this will probably be a big game for us now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's coming to Game Pass. More people will be able to play those. Get some Discord action on that thing. Big community game now. Um, we should probably mention something about um, Phantom Abyss as well. Just I, I know you mentioned it as coming to, to Game Pass, but it's a unique game in that I think it's kind of a uh, kind of like a asynchronous um, competition almost like you, when you go in to play it, you're seeing what everyone else has done and how they've tried to survive this, uh, you know, this level. Um, Interesting. It's not your typical game. You might want to check it out. I obviously don't know enough to speak about uh, in extreme detail or any detail, 
Um, um, but this is a game that's unusual and, and probably uh, we should look into it and talk about it later. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I, I saw the game preview, so I didn't really look into it any. But it doesn't, and it also, as of recording, it also doesn't have any achievements yet. So maybe it'll get, they'll get updated on launch. Who knows? It's a good point. Don't play it yet. <laughs> um, if you are listening to this on release date, tomorrow, Persona, uh, October 21st, Persona 5 Royal will become a cloud console on PC. Uh, don't know if that was a good one. I hear a lot of good things about the Persona series. I know nothing about them, though. Other than one of the characters, Jokers, and Smash Bros. That's, that's the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> and then on October 27th, uh, we have Frog Detective, the entire mystery. So we get the complete collection on that. Uh, Gunfire Reborn, Cloud Console, and PC. And then we have Signalus on the, for Cloud Console and PC. I imagine, Nate, you're very excited for a Frog Detective. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> the game. That just sounds like a neat game, just by the title. Corey and Elroy as well. Right, I thought Corey Ribbit. immediately more than uh, more than Nate. Leaving. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, I probably should have thought Corey first. But we also have a couple of games that have been announced that are leaving Game Pass on the 31st. We have Alan Wake, American Nightmare. Backbone, Bassmaster Fishing 2022, uh, big deal. Uh, non Guns Doppelganger Edition, Project Wingman, Second Extinction, Sniper Elite Four, and The Forgotten City. What was that so, last one again? Uh, I forget. There you go. Mm, so hungry for Chinese food. <laughs> 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 I mean, it has been about an hour since we talked about it. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> yes. It's but yes. As always, if any of these games, uh, if you want to complete, if you can't complete them and you still want to get the around to playing them, they are twenty percent off. So go ahead and grab them now before the end of the month. Any of those look good to you guys? Uh, Bassmaster Fishing Twenty Two. No, I'm gonna have oh. that uh, Serenity moment. <laughs> The entire rest of the month, Kush. I have no desire to play oh. any of these games. <laughs> well, you know, Vulgar Latin has spoken immensely about which one uh, again? The Forgotten oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really, yeah, he's, been, he's really been hyping Forgotten City. So, what's that? Like eight to ten hours, maybe? Yeah. Yes, I think way eight too long. Tenish. Yeah, I think maybe Fug asked about it in Discord today, and the the question was, is it eight to ten without a guide? And I think it was Alex R. Davies said it's probably not 8 to 10 without a guide. It's probably closer to like 12 to 15 without a guide. But with a guide, if you just mainline the game, it's like 6. But the general recommendation seems to be at least start it without a guide and just experience it. But I really don't know much else other than that little bit that I hope I'm even attributing to the correct game from Discord this morning. Yeah, and this is one that was based off of the Skyrim engine, right? Uh, it was a mod in Skyrim, yeah, and so. then they turned it into a full-fledged game. Yeah. I'm just trying to sell Kenny on it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, you should hear our uh, Thursday chats where uh, 
Kenny badmouths the game and Prue goes crazy. It's, it's pretty fun. And there was a dragon. And there was another dragon. Oh, great. A dragon. Oh, okay. oh yeah. <laughs> talking, talking about, about Skyrim. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> people like this. Got you. I was, I was so confused about Me what too. you were talking about. I was like, I, I'm not bad now, now in the Forgotten City. I've never even played it. Um, Skyrim. I think the Forgotten City also has a God mode or something like that. I want to say I saw in general. Yeah. Chat. There's a God mode and a no clip mode. And so those things can be activated. And I think you can still get achievements. Uh, check out the Discord where it's talked about or TA, I guess. I guess there will say as well sometimes. Definitely not on TA. It's only in our Discord. It's pretty funny that Discord.io slash H101. It's pretty funny that we're losing the Forgotten City and we're gaining amnesia. It's very interesting. All right. Well, with that, we're going to go on to Brag Camp. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be on purpose. Yeah, totally. That was totally on purpose. But either way, we we are going to get into some Brag Camp. Uh, Go ahead and take it away, Michelle. All right, I will be happy to take it away. In completions, we have Cerebral Assassin with 450 completions, and Kronos has reached the very exciting milestone of 500 completions. Good job, guys. This week, we're bringing back streaks. Uh, we have Framehold <laughs> yeah. currently on a 50-day achievement win streak. Ooh. Inferno 118 with a 50-day. Riazor with 50 days. CGH Carter VL with 100 days, Fista Roboto with 350, Sour Vivalist with 450 days, as is XNeo21X, Fluttery Chicken has 900 days, Prince It with 1,000 days, and Wakapale is currently celebrating a nine-year achievement win streak. Woo! Wow. That's it. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I believe that's all Rattalika games. Just uh, That's what I've been told. And battle royales. Nope. In gamer score, <laughs> Luke seventeen thousand is at two hundred thousand gamer score. Uh crap. Pexy Baleo? Yo, that's Nailed close it. enough. That's, Man, yeah, I know how to say your Nailed name. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's about as best I can do. Why do all the funny names come to me? Why? It's a normal name. I'll make it easier for me. From here on out, so you're good. Just <laughs> yeah, uh, but he has hit. I don't know. Three hundred fifty thousand. R fifty six Cooper S eleven has hit six hundred fifty thousand gamer score along with Fallen Serrano. The Rock has hit seven hundred thousand gamer score, and Blue Thunder seventy three ninety eight has hit one point three million gamer score. In leaderboards, Alicia is in the top ten of the England T leaderboard for Survival Series. Bastion readers in the top 10 of the USAT difference leaderboard for Windows shoot 'em ups on a Tuesday. Domain is second in Washington State, TA leaderboard for fighting. M's Fergie, she's awesome. Top 20,000. Oh my God, amazing M's. You rock. Rutarek is in the top 10 of the Europe completed games leaderboard for turn based as well as top five of England Completed Games Leaderboard for turn-based. So Europe and England, I see. we got to take over the world now. Hatton, top 1,000 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for sports. There you go. Uh, Luke17000 is in the top 1,000 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for hack and slash. 
Thrash Forever. <laughs> Third in the Europe completed games leaderboard for beat em ups. Tony Kokomanats is in the top 20 of the Saudi Arabia TA leaderboard. Um, okay. Wait, what? I guess he moved. Uh, in Braggs, Braggadocious Braggs, I decided to bring this back this week. Uh, a couple people tagged me. Uh, Radical Sniper completed Lawn Mowing Simulator. He showed his time on it, and it took him three days and one hour. That's a lot of lawn mowing. Uh, he said those expert challenges yes. were not the easiest to get through. Glad this one is done. That seems like a game that Kenny would like. Chip. <laughs> Chip. Wait. <laughs> so three days. Yes. Yeah, so you're going to try. Is to that it. three days from start to finish or like three days total time spread out over the past year? I'm sure it's total time. That's no, total no, play he, time, I would assume. He didn't turn off the game for three. No, it's 24 times three plus one. Chip completed Mercury Mercury HG. Uh, What element is that one? Mercury Mercury. hemoglobin? Uh. Close enough. Mercury Mercury? Yep. That was a fun game. It's a good completion. A lot of people chimed in to say that was a good game. So that was a thing that happened. Drunken Monkey completed Hellpoint. And he was 35th to complete that, so very nice. Uh, Ross 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 uh, was the 69th person. Nice. Nice. To complete Fallout 76. So uh, uh, the Windows version. And Prue was the second person on all of TA to complete Star Trek Prodigy Supernova. Nice. Before it released... Too, I think. <laughs> really? I think that's true. I think. How is that possible? I mean, I know he's close personal friends with William Shatner, but I don't know how you would have gotten <laughs> the code so early. I'm checking the dates right now, but uh, Prodigy Supernova. Oh, no. It releases on the 14th. So, or re- released on the 14th. How much is that game? See. Because Prue likes to buy the $400 collector's edition uh, that comes with the, uh, a Beam Me Up Scotty. <laughs> like the actual actor comes with it. And 0.5. Philip Wendell was the eighth person to complete Pizza Titan Ultra. He says he won. He thinks, only eight. thinks he won this game on Z to Z. Uh, the game is a lot more fun than I expected. A couple of the challenges were really tough. One that I had to retry about 50 times. And the completion required a grind at the end that got old. But otherwise enjoyed my time with it and happy to complete it. Very nice. I remember playing Pizza Titan Ultra as well. And promptly never playing it again. But I'm glad you enjoyed <laughs> it. <laughs> I remember that being a fun game. Is that one of those? That's all I remember of it. <laughs> Is that one of those ones they gave out a bunch of? Because I don't remember buying it, but I know I have it. Hmm. All right, Philip, you'll have to. Yeah, I I feel like that's correct. Is your real name? Like one person had 10 codes to give away, so a whole bunch of people got it. Something Something to that effect. Weird. Yeah. I mean, I like pizza and I like Titans. Ultra, I could do without. It was a fun game. 
Huh. You're like a giant Mac pizza delivery service. That's a chicken out again, I guess. It's on my tag. Gotta do it. And I think it had like a real fun theme song, kind of like a Purple Chicken Spaceman. Huh. Oh, yeah? Pizza Titan, Pizza Titan, Pizza Titan Ultra. Yeah, I, I could see it. Uh, not fits, fits perfectly close to it. To it. <laughs> it fits. But I, I think it has a goofy, fun song. I don't know. Now I want to play it again to, to try to remember. All right. You stream it for your wacky October streams that you've been doing a great job with. Totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yep. Totes my goats. All right. Well, that will do it for this week. Thank you all for listening. As always, please be sure to follow us and sub to us on all of the different platforms, Twitch, Twitter, Discord, YouTube. And if you're able to help out monetarily, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. Our topics of discussion and news and all that comes from our patrons. They get to ask the questions and get to answer them. So if you would like to ask us a question and, you know, let us and pick our topic that we discuss. Join in on the Patreon. And as also, all this stuff is in the show notes. So easy enough to find the links to all the places. Either way, thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. Bye. Greetings and flexings to you all, and welcome to Gamerscore Hashtag Gains, where two achievement hunting bros offer some real-life hashtag gains tips and back up their recommendations with some related chivos to better help you remember such sage advice as you go about your way. I am Elroy Bro MJ, and I am joined today by the super swole Umple Bro. <laughs> What's up, my bro? What's up, my guy? Did you say greetings and flexings? <laughs> I did. Okay, I, did. I just wanted to make sure I heard I, that right. I might, have actually, I might have actually flexed a little bit just then. I, so if you hear the sound of ropes tightening in the background, then that's what that was. So The sinews. So how's it going, man? You, uh, This is our first time uh, recording together. This is awesome. Yeah, I didn't um, banish myself from recording by botching the uh, the panel that I was on, so I appreciate you having me on. Give me a second chance. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know, we're all about the redemption story here, and uh, and so I'm sure you're, you're ready to bring it today. And and uh, so just to give people some insight as to how we came up with this uh, uh, segment, uh, we were supposed to record before you went to the big time right so you just kind of uh, cheated on me actually you know we, we were gonna record and you were like i'll let you know when i get a mic and then all of a sudden i'm i'm seeing you on the panel and i'm like well that's odd um i guess you got a mic <laughs> well more importantly was that i have a computer now that actually works like i booted up my computer after like three years of being non-working and then I went through about a week straight of like updates just to get it to run properly. It was, the computer was more the problem than the mic. But so, uh, but listen, I'm here now. I'm uh, I'm, I'm holding. I'm, I'm true to my. I'm true to my word. Yeah. 
And and so anyway, we started talking, and we're like, oh, what, what's that? I was like, what segment do you like? Which one do you want to do? And uh, and because I have I have a slew of them, you know. And uh, and then we started talking, and you told me uh, of your employment, and uh, and then it just all kind of went from there. We talked to man a good thirty minutes about health and fitness, did we not? <laughs> Mostly about fruits and vegetables, yeah. I think specifically. I yeah, think you, I think yeah, you went on for about like ten minutes about broccoli exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know what? I just got back to the grocery store. They had organic broccoli. Sometimes they don't. So it was a good day. So <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, they had them bundled together. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you can. Uh, a lot of people don't realize you can unbundle those and just take the ones you want. Um, maybe I'm not supposed to do that, but that's what I do. Is it, you being on the other side of the equation? Does that drive you crazy? Or? Yeah, a little bit. Wait, do they sell it by pound or do they sell it <laughs> per bundle? Um, it's by the pounds. So oh, okay. Why would I then, then never mind. Go for bundle? it. Do your thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Take that little rubber band off and put something else in the rubber band, man. Just kind of, that's the way, I, way it goes. So, anyhow, so this uh, segment uh, might be the most ingenious segment since Achievement Wildlife Hunters. Uh, I, I don't want to set the bar too high, but I think it might be the most ingenious one we've come up with since that, maybe. You hear that, Corey? Huh? Oh, <laughs> throwing that out to Burr, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, honorary uh, wildlife hunter uh, Dino Bull as well, who didn't know that he was going to be on the show. Okay. Now, do you feel like we covered the pleasantries? Uh, I think so. I think we're good. I suppose for this uh, this segment, uh, I'm, do we need to lay out our credentials? I mean, I think everyone knows that I like to flex and work out and all that and whatnot. Did Did you want to lay down your credentials? Uh, uh, being the the newest bro to the party here, <laughs> the newest bro to the party as I'm wearing the bro tank. Um, yeah, yeah. I can verify he was. He turned on his camera. <laughs> and, you can't record this segment without having uh, you know bro tank out, backwards. So, yeah. Hat, does that count? My is that all my qualifications yeah. I need? Yeah, I mentioned when I was on the panel, like I was in the military, so I was very familiar with physical fitness. Uh, and currently, I work in a produce department, so I'm very knowledgeable about your fruit and veg. Um, and one of my buddies, uh, he got he went to school for um, like to be a nutritionist. So a lot of like little side things I never would have thought of or learned about, he like taught me. So just being around a lot of people helped me learn a couple like little, little uh, tips, tricks, facts, and such. There you go. And it's amazing how easy it is when you know what you're doing. I mean, half of it's just learning. Exactly. It's just like anything else, and uh, I can uh, attest as being part of the uh, problem of public education that uh, they don't really teach this crap. So there you go. So that's uh, that's that's my two cents. But that, that's what we're here for. Yeah, yeah, we're here for you. So this is for that niche group that uh, comes to an achievement podcast to get health tips. So there you realistically, go. <laughs> it's probably just me and you. Yeah. So uh, there we go. We got two more listeners than we started with. So <laughs> all right. So here you go. I'm gonna kick it off. So uh, basically, uh, the way this uh, segment's set up is that we basically give you uh, some wonderful uh, wisdom of ours, and then we give you some wonderful achievements that back up kind of give you uh reminders or tips as to help you remember so that's it so i'm gonna kick it off with my hashtag gains wisdom of do pull-ups it's that simple do pull-ups now if you could choose one exercise to do for the rest of your life this is it now 
A lot of people would say squats. But uh, if you're doing squats, you're going to need a little more equipment. And uh, air squats are not nearly as satisfying, although at some point we could discuss the benefits of air squats, especially after consuming a meal. But forget push-ups as well. A lot of people choose push-ups. So if you're somewhere that's not clean, you'll at minimum feel like you have to wash your hands like every time you do a set. Or worse yet, if you're in like a public area like a gym, you're going to be wondering what you're inhaling as you go down to the floor. And especially if you see like a bunch of hair everywhere and, and crap on the floor. Uh, it's just not a good thing. So the beauty of the pull-up bar is that most people can't do it. So get this. It'll be amongst the cleaner items at a gym because nobody's going to be touching it because they can't. And once you get good at them, oh, you'll be the envy of all. So the super buff dudes at the gym can't do them because they're too bulky. They're just focusing on the, you know, the size. And so they get a little, you know, they get the gym body and they've got the little scrawny legs and a little too big on top and all that stuff. And then the cardio dudes can't do it because they're too scrawny. So... You're the winner of this Goldilocks into the three bros situation, and your arm and back muscles will give a thunderous smile every time you move them. So I did a little research, man. Yeah. So I, w I was trying to figure out what percent of the population can do a pull-up, and there's a lot of varying views out there, but there was one commonality amongst what I saw, which is not many. That was kind of it. And so I saw complete breakdowns by age. Teenagers are usually the best uh, at doing them. And then it really drops off the older you get. So at best case scenario, from what all, all I read, we're looking at maybe, maybe a 5 to 10% uh, clip here. Maybe. So that's kind of that's where we're at. Now, my experience in doing them, I do a lot of them, and I'll, I'll get into that uh, shortly, but I just I just joined a gym, man. Can you believe that? <laughs> I've been doing home workouts forever, and so I just joined a gym recently, and uh, uh, it's the rec center. I'm using them for the pool. You're using it for the pull-up bar? <laughs> the pool and the pull-up bar, yes, sir. So, But yeah, they got a pool. I don't have a pool. I got a pull-up bar. I got like five pull-up bars, but uh, they wear out. You wouldn't think a pull-up bar wears out, but it, it, they do. Well, the grip's on it, and I've already got terrible calluses. You telling me that your pull-up bar wore out does not surprise me, to be fair. It does. Like, the grips wear out, like, seriously. And, and I've bought, like, grip stuff, and then I, I reapply it, and then like all the screws get loose. Like I use one of the door frame ones and, and uh, because it has all the multiple grips on it and uh, they do. I'm on my fourth bar, I think. Yeah. I, I took two of them up to the school one. And then I got two here. So yeah. So I'm up to my fourth one and you know, they're like 25, 30 bucks each. So, you know, it's not a cheap thing, but uh, you know, can't put a price on your good health here. So, but when I got to the new gym, since I'm off for the summer and uh, I thought, well, I'd use the pool. It's good on my back because I had some back surgery, you know. And so uh, the first thing I did is I walked into that weight room. It's kind of like, uh, you know, the prison situation where you like pick a fight with the biggest guy there. <laughs> yeah. I hopped on the bar <laughs> and just let everybody know you're, you're looking at a guy that's just going to knock out 30 pull-ups as a warm-up. And so that's what I did. And then I just went about and then I just kept doing them as new people walked in. I was that guy. And uh, so I was just doing like a, a crap ton of uh, pull-ups and uh, that was my experience with my new gym. So <laughs> I'm not sure if there's uh, any uh, 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 validity, but it seemed like everyone was like, okay, this guy, 
you know, I didn't get jumped or anything. Uh, so that's good. Now, here's my first tip. So to help you remember to do pull-ups, my first tip comes from a wonderful game called Professional Farmer 2017. What a gem. <laughs> Indeed. Are you, are you familiar with this one? Um, I'm familiar with it. It's not on my tag currently, but I know the game. Okay. So, well, the achievement that I'm referencing is pull away, exclamation mark. And so you get that for owning all the trailers. Now in the game, you buy them. So you buy all these trailers and it might, it's probably a pretty grindy achievement if you did do it legit. But are you familiar with the life hack on this game, I guess? Oh, there was a, um, God, there was like a uh, exploit. I remember that was a thing, but you can't do it now. Yep. You have to use like the physical copy offline or something like that. Yeah, I think it, yeah. Oh, you got patched offline, out, so you but... have to like buy the physical copy yeah. of the game, go offline, not apply yep. the update, and then do it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and you know it. So why is this not on your tag, man? You got So have you seen uh, how many games yeah. I've started and not finished? I have way too much on my tag <laughs> as is. I don't need to keep adding stuff to it. I'm trying to finish the stuff yeah, I've got. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, so if you're unfamiliar with this, basically it's a very quick completion. It's like a one to two hour completion. Yeah, if I recall, you get through like the tutorial maybe, and then then you go offline, and then you do the little glitch of where you there's like a a marketplace, and so you you drive your tractor up to it, and you sell your tractor, and you're like, well, that's What's wrong with that? Well, you only have one tractor, and the name of the game is Professional Farmer 2017. So the game's like, eh, we don't want you to sell that trailer, so then or that tractor. So you get like another tractor, and then you just keep selling your tractor. Is kind of the, kind of the the gist of it. So uh, I'm sure I've kind of butchered that, but it's uh, that's as best as I can recall anyway. So I use this one as my first tip because unlike this Chivo, there is no shortcut. So you do what you can with pull-ups. And if you need an assist, use one. Use an assist, that's not really a cheat because if you can't do a pull-up, I mean, you're just not going to be able to do a pull-up. So they ha they sell assists that you can put around the foot and basically you can, they, you can set the resistances whatever you want and so then you can kind of push off a little bit with your legs until you get your, your arms to where they need to be and you can get your first pull-up. And then once you get that first pull-up, Keep doing that, you know, and use the assist if you need until before you know it, you're doing two. And then you just keep adding on. So you just have to jump in and start. Now, I know this sounds very simplistic, but believe it or not, I actually have some empirical data on this uh, where I see this every year because at the school, as I implied earlier, I took two of my bars up there and I have ran a pull-up club at my school that I teach at for 10 years. And so you say, well, what, what's a pull-up club entail? Uh, we basically just do pull-ups. That's, that's pretty much what a pull-up club is. Yeah. And we keep track. And so you'll get some students that come in. They can do like maybe one. And then they just keep going and just keep going. And by the end of the year, they're knocking out, you know, like eight, nine, ten even. And uh, I've seen it many, many times. Um, I've had several uh, military folks come through and uh, this one young lady in, in particular, and she was uh, one of the ones that was, you know, eating honey buns and uh, all that kind of poison and stuff. And so she was uh, a little chunky, but she wanted to go into the military. And so, you know, she was in JROTC and all that good stuff. And so she 
uh, started using the pull-up bar. And by the end of the year, man, she was a beast on that thing. And then a little sidebar, she got off to basic training and she came back to talk to me later. And she's like, you're not going to believe this. I only had to do like one pull-up when I got to <laughs> when I got to basic training or like two or something like that. It was so ridiculous. What branch is she going? I have no idea. I can't remember. Um but yeah, she she was so put out because like she could do like twenty, you know, and and then they, you know, it's like so what, you know, like you only got to do like two, especially since she was female, you know, like like I, I think weird. the the bar is lower. So, um, but yeah, so anyway, but she started off, she could not do a pull up, and she got to beast mode. Uh, yeah, she she's awesome, and then. Uh, I can attest for me personally, when I first started, I could only do, uh, I had worked out before dis- uh, a while before I discovered the pull-up, and then I could max out maybe five, seven pull-ups, depending on the grip, um, and then I, I discovered the pull-up because of my second tip. My second tip is from Goat Simulator, love Goat Simulator, uh, I, which one do you want to use? Uh, we could use Windows, Xbox 360, Xbox. Do the Xbox One version. I, uh, that one's on my tag. Oh, okay. We'll go with the Xbox One then. All right. So this is from Goat Simulator Xbox One Edition. And the uh, achievement is Tony Goat. All right. You might think and that's a little ambiguous. Uh, any idea where I'm going with this one? Not a clue, but I'm excited to see. I'm literally <laughs> sitting right, on the buddy. edge of my seat. <laughs> there you go. Let me man. shift a little bit more. There we go. Um, do you get this one for finishing all manual quests? Now, that's a loose interpretation, but uh, this achievement you get for it's I think it's based on uh, Tony Hawk. Maybe this is a skateboarder move where you can uh, you're basically I don't know. I'm not a skater, so yeah, doing like manuals. Yeah, yeah, the, the it's like the move, and then for this one, you enable slow mo, and then you like flick up on the controller, and then it you gotta keep the line between the two bars or something. Yeah, and, and then you just like walk on your your front legs, I believe, and then you you do it until you get three thousand points. It takes a couple seconds, not a super challenging achievement, uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's the gist of the wonderful. Um, finish all manual quests uh i didn't pull up windows or uh, xbone but on windows it's uh got 1.64 ratio so you know it's a you know somewhere a little challenging there i'm not sure which one's uh, got the more uh the highest ratio or, or what have you but so sidebar i still have no idea where you're going with this by the way <laughs> yeah well i you know how when xbox did their little game showcase and their little bethesda thing you know mm-hmm. every summer the only thing that I saw and that I needed to see was that Goat Simulator 3 is coming out. I am so excited about that. Um, I don't know when. I don't know uh, how. But I, the fact that there's another Goat Simulator just brings me so much joy. That's a little sidebar there. <laughs> so why did I choose Tony Goat and why are we talking about Goat Simulator? Still so, have no idea. Yes. Well, I chose this because I have to give props to a hero of mine who actually I've I kind of changed my life, honestly. So take yourself back to Christmas of 2010. All right. So 2010, I was, that was the last time I was actually a member of a gym until this summer. 
And so I was in a rut at the gym. You know, I just kind of go do the same thing, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, sidebar again. At this new gym I'm going to, like, it seems that phones have, like, ruined everyone's workouts. Like, I'm there and I'm doing, like, four different machines and some free weights and pull-ups. And, you know, I, I do, like, four different exercises and I look over and like someone's still like they knock out like maybe one set and then they sit on their phone for like thirty minutes or so. I know it's not thirty minutes, but they're on there for like they're taking the selfies for the gram. I hate to deviate. The worst thing I've ever seen there was a guy who loaded up weights on the bench press and had someone take a picture of him. Like he didn't even get it off the rack. He just had his hands on the bar. Someone oh took a picture God. of him and then he got up and left. <laughs> Did not even perform the exercise. He's got a picture. Like an obscene amount of weight. Like the weight was like all the way to the end of the bar. Like there's no way that you're actually going to get that. Because I, I was interested. I'm like, I want to see this dude like, you know, bust this out real quick. Like that was insane. It had to be a joke, right? Come on. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but he still did not perform the <laughs> exercise. There you go. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like the kind of like like the Hollywood ones, like with the big thick weights, you know, the you know like you know six plates, but they're all like made out of styrofoam. Yeah, and like, you know, like yeah, the, the prop ones, lifting up with one arm. Yeah, little prop ones, right? So Christmas 2010, and people get off your phone at the gym. You're at the gym for a reason. You can get on your phone anywhere else. All right, so I ended my membership, and I thought I would take a flyer on this P90X thing that was going full ad blitz and i kept hearing about it i kept seeing it it was everywhere i couldn't get away from it they really pushed it hard christmas 2010 uh and so i said you know i'm really not doing much at the gym i guess uh, you know i just feel like i'm doing you know floating along you, f- you feel like you get to a plateau every once in a while so i was like i want to try this so i got it for christmas and in january of 2011 I adopted the policy of just pressing play every day. I, I think he says that somewhere in there, but you just keep pressing play and you go through it and you go through the whole program. Now, I'm not going to lie. At the end of day three, I was so sore that I thought I was going to die. Like it was, it like kicked my butt, but I kept going and then it got easier and it got easier. And then combined with a, like a low carb diet that my wife and I had kind of started shortly uh, around that time. It transformed me, and in this achievement, Tony Goat is for my boy, Tony Horton, who, uh, are you familiar with Tony Horton? <clears throat> yes. Once you said P90X, I knew where you were going with it. I just did not want to interrupt this wonderful memory of yours. Yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, Tony Horton, in case you don't know, he's the front man for P90X, and uh, I think he has Nordatrack roots. Like I think he used to do infomercials for Nordatrack, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, and then he recently got ill. But uh, a friend of mine told me he got better. I haven't checked into that. But anyway, so if, you, if you're not better yet, Tony, you know thoughts and prayers for you. But hopefully you are. But he has I, he has to have the record of the person that I have logged the most hours of my viewing time watching than anyone else. Like. Uh, cause he's like, you know, these things are the P90X is kind of long. It's like uh, an hour and I've done P90X, uh, several times I've done P90X2, P90X3. Uh, I even went and looked up the P90 stuff, but that was the precursor to P90X. And so, uh, I've watched a lot of hours of this man and, 
he's the one that developed my love of the pull-up bar. So uh, I think he's the greatest, and I thank him. So I recommend anyone who is thinking about starting pull-ups to try out this series. Give Tony a chance and uh, get the original. Don't get any of this uh, P9X2 or 3. Uh, P9X3 kind of followed the the new fads. There was like those fads that came out where everyone's like, oh, you need a 30-minute workout, and anything over 30 minutes is not beneficial. Uh, So that was P9X3. They were all 30 minutes. And then P90X, they're all about 45 minutes to an hour. So, uh, yeah, so do the original and uh, and uh, give Tony a chance, and you will be a pull-up beast before you know it. All right, and then lastly, this is a quick one. My last tip is from Hasbro Family Game Night, DLC Yahtzee. I, th- I think that's important. I'm not sure. It's on the 360. There's like, a, I don't know. I've never played this game. But anyway, the... Uh, achievement is I only need one and you get it for rolling a Yahtzee, a full house or a large straight on the first roll. Um, are you familiar with this 360 game? It's a Hasbro family game night. There's like, yeah, I think I have Hasbro family game night, like three or four. I think I've played one of those. Yeah, I have, I have a couple of them. Well, this one's kind of different. It's like a collection of some sort of like a bunch of different games that, more so than the other ones, it's just random games, and the game itself has 91 achievements in it. Jesus. Although I think 10 of them, yeah, 10 of them, I don't think you can get anymore. It's got that that scary little calendar icon next to it. I'm not sure if it's partially or completely, but yeah, so maybe 81. Still nothing to sneeze at, but of course you need the the DLC, and I don't think that's available. But maybe the physical version has the complete set. I don't know, but anyway, uh, it has. Achievements for the games Scrabble, Yahtzee, Battleship, Boggle, Connect 4, Sorry, Sorry Sliders, Picturica, Jenga, and Connect 4 by 4 So to Connect 4 games, to Sorry games, well, maybe a few more Sorry games, but uh, uh, (laughs) uh, does any of those tickle your fancy? You got any strong feelings about any of those games? Not uh, particularly. I keep thinking about, I can't remember which one it was. One of them had like mouse trap and like the game of life and like yeah like those kind of like board games that was the that was the one that i remember liking a lot yeah well this one it looks like it's just a comp compilation of all these little games uh, one thing when i was looking at this list that struck me was i had completely forgot about picturica do you know what picturica is i have no clue what picture picturica is okay well i i saw like the 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 art for that those achievements and i was like oh i remember that and i thought i actually played on three or on the the xbox at some point uh but it turns out the only place that you could play it is in this uh this game uh so then i started thinking well where the heck did i get picturica and i think it actually is a board game but i never played the board game i played it to death on my phone i i had used it on my phone at, like early on in the iphone days and there wasn't a whole lot of games or anything it was just predates my experience with the the uh, xbox and all that but anyway picturica it's a cool little, it's like a like a where's waldo type game where you're trying to find pictures and and uh, that's that's best i can describe it. it's kind of like a crappy where's waldo uh where the you get random things that you have to find, and then you just scroll around and find them. Uh, you know, nothing special. But anyway, I completely forgot that it even existed. It's a board game. Is it? Okay. Yeah, if, 
I figured that they would have something like like a bunch of mats that you lay out or something. Yeah, that's what it looks find. like. It looks like it's a three it... by three like boards with like stuff on it. Is what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. I don't know yeah, how big I, they are. I've but... never played that, but yeah. Well, on the phone, it was kind of annoying because you had to keep scrolling and because and you could zoom way out, but you couldn't find anything. Yeah. Zoom way out, so you had to, like zoom in and then just kind of scroll slowly. It looks and, like you could buy it for fifteen dollars at your local Walmart. <laughs> okay, so I guess it's still around. All right, fantastic. Uh, I had no idea. Uh anyway, so it was fun on the phone, I guess, uh, to some degree. I don't know. I wouldn't play it again, but you know, at the time, it kind of scratch that itch there's no achievements what a resounding point. review i would never play it again you should play it <laughs> yeah i guess uh yeah well you could play it while you're sitting on the the all the machines keeping me from <laughs> using them at the gym that's so annoying like uh that wasn't a thing when i left the gym back in 2010 um i don't think that people like i was using like a mp3 player or something but people are just like I, I swear they 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 work out for thirty minutes and they only do like five exercises. I mean it, it's it's so bad. See, I have I like a know. I have like a Spotify playlist. So like I put in headphones, start music as soon as yeah. I walk in, and then I don't have to like touch my phone yeah. the whole time I'm there. Like it's just cycling through music, right. so I don't have to go through and change it. I have what I want to listen to. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to do next time. I, I've been having my phone in my pocket, but I still I have make a conscious effort not to touch it because I don't want to be like these people. And uh, I think what I'm going to do is just put my bag in there and then just leave it in my bag with, um, and then just use my AirPods and just assume that I'll like all the all the songs so that come on. So yeah, the, the playlist that's a good that's a good approach. I should probably try that. So, but. Anyway, so enough about Pixarica and all phones and all that. So the reason I chose I only need one is because even though it's super exciting and uh, you'd be uh, super awesome if you can do 20, 30, or even 40 pull-ups at a time, you don't need to. You only need one. So hypothetically, let's say that you uh, are hanging around on a bunch of cliffs and then you lose your footing, and then you grab a branch as you fall off this cliff. So <laughs> you're hanging from this from this branch. You're reevaluating life. You realize what a waste of time achievement hunting is. But and also in that time, you think, "Oh, I got this." And then you just pull yourself up and you get back to safety. Now, you only needed that one. If you're hanging off that branch, you don't knock out a bunch of reps. So even though you could do 20 pull-ups, you're not going to do 20 pull-ups in that scenario. You only need one. And it's a very liberating experience in, uh, to know that you can do at least one. You know, you know, you can always pull yourself up if you ever get in a situation where you have to pull yourself up on top of something. So that is why I included I only need one. And even if that one pull-up is a cross-fugly or a kipping disaster. It's even acceptable in this situation. Just don't bring those to the gym. You know who you are, cross-fuglies, kippers. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's all I have to say about pull-ups. I'm sure that's not all you have to say about pull-ups, but I'm sure that's all you have to say. It's on for this. I was going to include one. I was going to include one about kipping, and there's really not a good a- kipping achievement out there. The only one I could find was Kippus from uh, Drunken 
Drunk Fu, uh, which is a hell of a game. But uh, yeah, so we'll just I just kind of threw it in at the end. Yeah, if you don't know what kipping is, it's it's where you like do like a full body heave to get over the pull up bar. Uh, they're real popular at CrossFit. In case you want, yeah, it looks like you're a dolphin That's trying to do a pull up. Uglies. Got like the dolphin fin at the back, yeah, just flipping your legs. <laughs> Yeah, I, I found myself at a CrossFit once, and I think I told you about that. And I, I saw these people doing these pull-ups. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, it was so bizarre. Like, all of them were doing that way. I mean, like a half-hour conversation about just CrossFitters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a lot of thoughts. Maybe that'll come up as a topic later on. Uh, we'll just leave. That's for the, that's for the advanced classes. Now. That's for our advanced classes. <laughs> well... I'm sure you're about to drop some advanced knowledge on us. Uh, <laughs> my t- my wisdom is is over. The floor is yours. Preach away, my guy. All right. So I'm going to be taking things from the diet side because diet is just as important as the actual physical exercise. If you're doing the physical exercise and you're still getting drive through fast food, it's not doing you any good. So first off, have you ever played the game Cut the Rope? Uh, cut the rope. Yeah, that's a little dino game. Yeah, it's like a little dinosaur. There's like a little piece of uh, candy. Isn't that a phone game? Like with a. That's fine. There's a Windows version of it, so I'm not picking it. I'm not picking a dead game. It's on the. It's on Windows. Okay. All right. Oh, the achievement I picked is calorie minimizer, and the achievement description actually kind of fits too. It's lose candy 200 times. So, empty calories are one of the biggest problems especially like if you're trying to like lose weight like drinking sodas like a soda was like what like 180 200 calories just for that one can of soda but like a nice healthy salad could be around like 200 so something that's actually filling you and it's good for you it's a little bit more in the calorie department as opposed to just drinking like pure sugar out of a can or bottle there's a lot there's a lot of people on their podcast that enjoy doing that (laughs) i'm sure but like with selecting like actual foods you want like fresh fruit and veg it doesn't necessarily have to be organic it doesn't necessarily have to be i i don't do organic myself um mostly for money reasons because organic around me is very expensive and i don't make that kind of money right now uh fish um nuts and seeds whole grains brown rice oatmeal stuff like that you want very filling like nutritious dense foods you want to avoid your your oils and your butter and your sugars and such. So if you cut out empty calories, like alone, I would even say if you drink soda regularly and you just stop drinking soda and switch to water without doing anything different, you would lose weight just from that alone, just from like the loss of those calories. Would would you agree with that? Oh yeah. I've had several people tell me that, that, uh, you know, that, that was all the change, you know, because I know I'm like the health guy, you know, and so like people at work or wherever, people like to talk health with me. And, and so they're like, yeah, I cut off, uh, I don't drink Mountain Dew anymore. And, and, uh, I lost 15 pounds and I, and I'm like, did you work out? No, I didn't do anything else. Yeah. I'm like, dang, man, that's awesome. Congrats. You don't even realize how much of it you're drinking until like you cut it out. Like I know someone that'll go through like a 12, oh, yeah. a 12 pack of like the cans in like two days. So they're drinking like six sodas a day. Like that's all. That's like what eight hundred calories, like just alone in those two days, just from yeah. that, not including everything that they're eating that day, any other drinks. Like if they're drinking beer, that's empty calories. Um, adding right. up, going to going to your Starbucks or your Dunkin', depending on your preference. You're getting like your coffee loaded up with all like your syrups and stuff. 
more empty calories. Yeah, the uh, uh, add on that is that, um, like for for me, I see oh, I see some just terrible dietary choices because I work in an environment with teenagers that you know like just chug sugar water, and so uh, I ask them, I because they know they they always you know give me crap about it because you know I just drink unsweet tea or water, and so I'm like. Do you have any idea, like how many grams of sugar are in that? And and then they like look at the back, like they're trying to solve like some mystery of mankind that you know how many you know grams of sugar are in this thing. And then they finally like you know like twenty nine or something. You know, I'm like, oh no, look again. And then they they don't get it. And then I'm like, okay, how many servings is that? And and it'll say on the bottle. Sometimes it's one bottle or whatever, if it's a smaller bottle, but sometimes it's like three servings or two servings. So I'm like, yeah, you got to double that. And so then they're like, oh, I didn't know that. I've always thought that should be a part of your health class. Because like, I don't know about you. When you went to high school, we had like a health science class, like my freshman year. But like reading the back of like labels, <laughs> like, like sincerely, like reading the back of labels, like yeah. that wasn't a thing. So yeah. like I used to, be that that kid like i'd be drinking like energy drinks like crazy looking at the back it's like oh this is like two or three servings it wasn't like just for the can and it was like 30 grams of sugar just for the one serving not alone like the double or triple that right like the misconception like you just no one looks starting at the top they just look straight for what they're trying to find and then they just go off of that mm-hmm Oh yeah, I'm. Th- I, now I don't want to like throw all my advice on this because I probably will choose something to do with labels in the near future. But uh, yes, uh, some basic knowledge of what you are consuming is definitely a plus. But uh, yeah, calorie minimizer and cut the rope. That's my first, and then awesome, awesome. Number two is uh, overcooked two. I don't know if you've played this one or not. Oh, absolutely. I I have a nephew. I have to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I picked uh, Shima Cold. Wait, 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 wait. Was it the Xbox or the Windows? Uh, The Xbox. My Windows is... My my computer's not good enough. It's barely good enough to record this and and put this out. So the Xbox version. Um, I picked uh, Switch It Up. Mm, So um, this is for hitting all the switches on the world map. So when you're driving around... They have, like, little buttons you can hit, and there's, like, little things that happen on the map um, when you run over them. But in the context of diet, eating the same monotonous thing, especially, like, starting off, like, when you're going from not eating healthy to eating healthy, if you have, like, the exact same thing every day, you're more likely to give it up and quit. And I can say that from experience. I used to do – when I was enlisted, when I was first starting off trying to eat healthy, I was eating, like, the exact same thing every single day trying to start off and it did not uh, go very well. I think I lasted like two weeks and then I was in like a cheesecake factory on a Saturday, <clears throat> like two weeks later. Is that one of the switches on the <clears throat> world map? <laughs> the cheesecake factory? Yes. yes. Huh. And you, you made sure to hit that switch. Huh? Oh, oh yeah. Like, no, I, I, I relapsed pretty hard. Like I was, I, I didn't like put on a bunch of weight. It was just that one day I went pretty crazy. <clears throat> so then I started looking up um, YouTube channels, websites for recipes that were still healthy and I would like alternate it. So like I was always eating something different that was good for me, but still tasted good. Like no, no one can be a psychopath like you and eat like a big, a big old salad, like every single day. Like I can't do that. Organic. Of course. <clears throat> no, of course it's organic. That was, that was a given. 
Like, I can't do that, like, still to this day. But I can eat a salad every now and again. Like, I can work it into, like, a, like once a week or every, like, maybe, like, four or five days I'll have, like, a good-sized salad. But, um, yeah, I don't remember the name of the YouTube channel. There's a guy, he does videos, and it's nothing but, like, cooking recipes for stuff that's, like, for people going to the gym, trying to lose weight. He has, like, a whole program, but all of the videos for his recipes are on his YouTube channel. I cannot remember his name for the life of me. But I started doing a lot of that. He was doing, like, uh, like pizzas. But it was a healthy way of making the pizza. I'm not sure if you've ever done anything. It's ba- it was basically like a keto kind of thing. Oh, man. I, I think I've given out my <clears throat> pizza recipe on on in a previous segment. But, did did uh, you use the cheese to... Pizza. Did you use, like, fat-free cheese to, like, make the dough in a way? Oh, I didn't use cheese at all. I used chia seeds, tahini, and uh, flaxseed. No, oh, there you and go. And root powder. Yeah. No, um, I don't know. There was a thing he like makes like fat free, like cheeses. Like you bake that for a little bit, and it gets like a dough kind of consistency. You put on sauce and like pepperoni, turkey pepperoni, of course. Um, and you put that in the oven, and like you could just eat it with a fork, just like it was, and it tastes exactly like pizza. Like it was really good. But yeah, you can make a you can make a hell of a pizza out of cauliflower too. So it's like plain cauliflower. I don't like like cauliflower rice. Like I'd rather just eat rice yeah. than cauliflower rice. But like, just look out, find find recipes, yeah. change it up. Don't think you have to eat nothing but like a big bowl of oatmeal, and then like a some tuna and like rice, and then like a small like piece of fit. Like you don't have to do stuff like that. Like just making small little changes over time <clears throat> and changing what you're eating consistently will breed success in the long run as opposed to the short run. So uh, I have a story that relates to this. I can tell right quick. Um, so to illustrate this point, when I was a young lad, um, again, completely uh, unknowledgeable in all things um, relating to nutrition, uh, somehow or another, I talked my parents into getting me an iguana. Now, I know that might be humorous to you, given that you uh, could just go outside and grab one off any tree. But uh, uh, but yeah, it was kind of a special treat in Texas uh, getting an iguana. So I got an iguana, and I had a nice cage for it and everything, and so I was in charge of this iguana. I guess my parents thought it would be a very nice, responsible thing for me. And so, uh, yeah, so I was in charge of this iguana, and uh, it died in like four days, uh, maybe five days. I forget. I, it didn't Jesus. make it a week, I don't think. And um, and so in retrospect, uh, we kind of figured out what happened, and the the missing ingredient was is that I just fed it the same stuff every time and so with a a reptile like that you have to get different uh, nutrients from different uh, (laughs) different uh, types of uh, vegetables and whatnot and so I think I can't remember what I was feeding it every day but it was not meeting its needs and so it died probably of dysentery or something I don't know and so uh, but yeah, then later, uh, l- later on in life, I learned from this mistake and I, I got a leopard tortoise and, uh, that thing, man, you had to make it a salad like every single day and, uh, kept that thing al- alive for the longest until it ran away from home, which is ironic since it's a tortoise, but that's <laughs> well, a he was, he was running nowhere fast. Well, he was in heat. And so, you know, uh, when, when guys get in heat, they just, <laughs> <clears throat> they find an extra ram, gear. They just ram things until uh, until uh, gates open in the backyard because uh, during the summer, you know, the the tortoise could be in the backyard, and then uh, if the gate's not hinged correctly, then 
uh, and it tries to mate with the gate, then the gate flies open, and then the tortoise is never seen again. So I'll be perfectly honest. I thought you were going somewhere else with ramming things in gates. I didn't <laughs> think you were talking about a literal gate. <laughs> no, I was literally talking about a gate, yeah. <laughs> you uh, started off with in your... heat and then Uh-oh. talking about ramming. I, I made other assumptions. Come on, bro. <laughs> this, is, this is a family segment, man. You're the one that said so, it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm sure there's a message in there somewhere uh, amidst uh, ramming gates <laughs> and killing killing uh, iguanas. Uh, yeah. yeah, fun fact: in Florida, they actually have cold weather warnings because iguanas, when the temperatures reach a certain um, coldness, uh, they freeze and like lose like control of their body, so they will fall out of trees and like break like windshields on cars. Yeah, <laughs> that is I mean, a literal warning that they put out across the state of Florida. Right, and those things are sharp too. They fell on a person; they cut them up. Yeah, those things are big. Those things can get big, especially like the ones that are just running around big. wild. Did you see the video of the raccoon that that battled the iguana and ran off with it? I, I did not. This is going to shock you, but it happened in Florida. No, I'm not surprised on it. I live here, and I'm not surprised yeah. by it anymore. <laughs> All right, uh, and my last message comes from the game Dead or Alive Five. I'm sure you have not played this. Uh, I accidentally played one of them once upon a time. Waka told me I should play it, and I played it. It was on Game Pass at one point. I oh, this is a, this is a 360 game. This is why. Uh, oh, okay. This is why I assume you didn't play it. <clears throat> All but, right. Yeah. And the message here is: failure teaches success. That is, a lot of people, especially if they try something and they fail, they feel like there's. They should feel bad about it. <clears throat> you learn things from failure, and you can achieve things through failure. And at least the way that I view things, like I've failed at a lot of things. I failed at dieting. I failed at the gym. I failed at like maintaining like a healthy lifestyle. And I'm sure you've done the same thing. You'd certainly failed at keeping your iguana alive for more than a week. Yeah, <clears throat> and I learned from this. Exactly. Everyone like failure is a normal part of life. It's a normal part of our growth process. So if you start a diet. And you go back on like, let's say you go like a month without soda and then you have a soda again and then you go back into soda and then you quit again, go back and forth. You're still, you're actively trying and you're trying to better yourself and your health and maintain a healthier lifestyle. Um, and that means something because there are some people who just don't care and they just don't even try. So unless you try, you'll never know what could be on the other side. My personal opinion, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people I know that like they tried to go to the gym or they tried to like eat healthier and they lasted like a month and then they quit and they just, they had that mentality, like that negativity of like, I can't do this. I'm not good enough for this, but it's just all about trying. Keep your, keep positive people around you, stay positive about it yourself and just keep trying. That's all you can do. Man, I think the, one of those little, uh, the more you know, uh, stars just flew over your head. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's about like just reaching out, finding the right kind of resources, like just Google searches. Honestly, that's how I learned a lot of stuff. Like, um, did you know hot sauce can um, actually speed up your metabolism? Like the capsaicin inside, like anything like spicy, like actually like oh. boosts like your um, your uh, metabolism. Like, I didn't know that. I was just having a conversation with a friend, and that was something that he taught me, and I did some research, and, like, there's actually, like, research to back it up. Like, eggs are good for balancing, like, your hormonal hormonal system. But, like, you'll never know this kind of stuff unless you ask questions or do some research. Just Google something. 
just try to learn something. Like I try to better myself in all aspects, just 1% every day. Because I'm not perfect, you're not perfect, nobody's perfect. But every day I wake up and there's something I want to get better at. So I just try. I just read what I can. Do you round up? Like what if you only improved yourself like 0.51%? That's still improving myself more than 0%. Right. I didn't know if it, if, it, if you rounded up to like the full one percent or if uh, no, I, I, I round. I'll re- oh, if it's below like a point five, I just keep it where it's yeah. at. If it's a, a point five or above, I'll, I'll go ahead and round it up. You know, make myself that's, feel that's better. Good. <laughs> that's good. All right, that's what it's about. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, um, I'm sure in in the, in that vein, uh, regarding uh, failure and learning and uh, you know uh, all that good stuff, um, it it seems that we probably have come to the conclusion of our wonderful first uh, uh, segment about this. Uh, yeah. Hopefully not the it? hopefully not the last. Well, if, if there's the same out cry for in demand as we experience for achievement wildlife hunters i know we'll be back so <laughs> um i think that probably it's comparable and in, in, in the popularity maybe i don't know i, I don't want to i don't want to get my hopes up too much but so um anyhow um i just remembered a fun fact i was going to throw at you and i totally forgot <laughs> i throw it let's go all right there is a p90x achievement but it's not an achievement in that exists. It was with Xbox Fitness, and uh, there's one for completing each P90X for Xbox Fitness workout and earn 200,000 fit points. But it's a challenge, so it's not even a. Uh, but it, even if it was an achievement, you're still SOL because like, you know, it's like gone forever. No, yeah, gone forever, which is a shame, but I, I don't know. But uh, anyway, and then also, in case you're curious, there's two users on True Achievements that um, you that have P90X in their name. Uh, I thought this was kind of funny. Um, it is P90X Legend, and then you have P90X Mexican. <laughs> I I just thought that was fun. <laughs> fun fact. Okay. Uh yeah, just in case you're you're curious, um, uh, the P90X Legend has more gamer score in TA than the P90X Mexican. So, yeah, I think I want to friend this guy. I don't, I don't know. Just message him and ask him how many times he has successfully completed P90X. Yeah. That's a good question. Well, his gamer score is really low, so maybe that he doesn't. He's spending so much time on P90X, isn't time to achievement hunt. So maybe he is a legend. I wonder if he has the challenge. I have a lot of questions for this guy. Maybe he got the P90X <laughs> challenge uh, back in the day. I, I know what you'll be doing the rest of the afternoon, just researching that poor guy. He has no clue. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I, it's not going to take long to research his completions because he has zero completed games. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, he registered in 2020, and uh, yeah, I don't know. He's only been here for a couple of years. He's only been around for a couple of years. Yeah. His best achievement is the Beaconator from uh, Minecraft, uh, worth 172 ta- or TA, rather. There you go. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we should probably wrap this up. So any final thoughts uh, for the folks? Yeah, uh, sincerely, like if anyone has any questions about anything, or if they 
or something. Or seeking or advice. Some ideas. Like, like, feel free to message me. I'm always open to, to talking about this kind of stuff. Or if you just need, like, some kind of, like, support, if you feel down about it, like you've been trying and, like, you're just not succeeding. Like, like I'm, I'm always around. I'm more than willing to help out in any way that I can. Right. And I, I'll double that. So if you have any questions or anything like that, please reach out to him, not me. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of a, an asshole. So uh, you probably will get a snarky answer if you ask me. Uh, I, I just can't help it. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I, I could talk fitness and health all day. So it's it's a passion of mine. So um, anyway, um, fine, folks. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, you can view that as uh, improving yourself 1% today. A solid 1%, not a rounded up 1%. Of <laughs> the full. The 1%. full 1%. Yeah. So y'all, y'all get out of here. Go ram some gates. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>